what if you quit today and your business was going to take off tomorrow? Hi, I'm Christy Wimpery, and I'm so excited you're here with me today. Welcome to the Not Just a Daydream podcast. Have you ever found yourself daydreaming about the life you wish you had? Yeah, me too. Well, for many years, I felt stuck, and I thought those dreams would only ever be just daydreams. Today, I now run a thriving six-figure virtual business that allows me to have the freedom to work and live from anywhere. I also teach others how to grow and operate a successful TC business with their very own. If you're looking for inspiration, motivation, and application, then this is the podcast for you. In here, we discuss business dreams, goals, and everything in between. Welcome to the Not Just a Daydream podcast. Everyone, welcome to the show. Today, I have the pleasure of interviewing Ariana Bernier. She has a virtual assistant business, and she's just going to share her wealth of knowledge about that. So welcome to the show, Ariana. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here today. Absolutely. Thank you. So tell us a little bit about your story. How did you um, get started in the VA business and, and what does that look like now? Yeah, so I actually started off as a teacher and I thought that that was going to be my career for forever. I grew up wanting to be a teacher, but I think above that, I wanted to be a mom. And once I actually got into the world of teaching, I didn't have kids yet, and I quickly realized I don't think I'm going to be able to be the present patient mom that I've always dreamed of being while still teaching because I was coming home exhausted every day, just burnt out. I didn't have the energy to spend time with my husband. I'm like, how am I going to do this when I've got little ones? And the thought of them being in daycare all day and barely getting to see them and still having to come home and work on my teaching stuff in the little bit of time I was going to have with them, I just knew that wasn't going to be what I wanted. So my husband and I started talking and actually my third year teaching is when I got pregnant. And so that year we really were talking about what is this going to look like if I transition out of teaching? And we actually came up with a plan for me to just take the first year of my daughter's life off of teaching. And during that time, I was either going to nanny or you know, do grocery delivery, something where I can have her with me and still make like a little bit of income, but not probably not nearly enough. And so the plan was for me to go back to teaching after that first year of her life and put her in daycare, even though I really didn't want to do that. I was like, at least I'm going to get that first year with her. So fast forward, that school year ended. I had my daughter in at the end of June and on the day I went into labor, I first heard about the term virtual assistant and I'm like, what is this? I, I think I've come across the term before, but it never like clicked in my brain. So I was like, is this something that would allow me to actually be home with her and still provide that income so we could pay off our debt, all the things we wanted to do. So I just really dug in and I had my daughter and then every time she was napping or just like, you know, playing for a little bit on her own, I was learning everything I could about this world that I knew nothing about. And I was like, you know what? I've never done this before. I taught kindergarten. I taught five and six-year-olds how to stand in line and use a glue stick and all the basics. But I was like, I can figure this out, especially if it's going to let me 
be home with my baby. Yeah. So within a month of finding out about this, I had landed my first client. And then within six months, I replaced my teaching income. And this was with my baby by my side, 24-7. And so it's just been such a blessing in my life. And I'm just so happy to share it with others because I know so many people still don't even know what it is. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, You know, I think the the term virtual assistant is becoming more and more well-known throughout the world now. And it, it is great because being a VA can really help um, help create that life that you want and be able to be at home with your, with your babies. And, um, and you said like within that first month, you landed your first client and within six months you had replaced your income. I mean, that's, that's truly amazing that, you know, you're not usually going to go into a business and do that that quickly. Um, sometimes yes, but you know, not all the time. So how did you go about landing that first client? Because I think that's always something scary for anybody who's stepping out into owning their own business is where are they going to get clients from? Yeah. So my first client was actually a family member. So I always recommend announcing to the world what you're doing. And so I just put up a Facebook post and said, this is what I'm doing now. Explained what a virtual assistant was. Cause like I said, a lot of people don't know. I explained what services I was specializing in. Um, and then I ended up having a family member reaching out to me and they were interested in hiring me for their, for their business. Um, so yeah, I always recommend, you know, doing a social media post, just letting people know, because even if they don't, need your services they might know someone who does and if you're worried like if you're still in a job and you don't really want that job to know that you are you know doing this side thing then you can set the privacy settings to exclude the post from certain people seeing it and you can just type in their name and then they won't be able to see it so I know that's a concern sometimes too but yeah that's a really good point I'm glad you brought that up because I do think that is a concern for people and um it's like hard waters to navigate because you don't want to put your current job in jeopardy, but you also need to get this up and off the ground. Um, what were some of those services that you you started offering in the very beginning? And does your work of scope or scope of work look different now than it used to? Yeah, so I really started offering everything because I wasn't sure what I was going to really end up loving. So I mostly did social media management in the beginning. I did some administrative services, um, graphic design, which I really loved. And then I kind of almost fell into website design. I designed my own website just to showcase my services a little more professionally than like your portfolio that a lot of virtual assistants start with. And I just thought it was so fun. I just watched the YouTube YouTube tutorial and built my site. And I'm like, this would be so fun to do for clients. So I just ended up, I still did a lot of the social media management in the interim of starting to land my first website design clients. But within probably the first year of launching my virtual assistant business, that's I think at the end of that year was when I officially went full in onto website design. And that's what I've been doing ever since. It's It's really cool that as a virtual assistant, you get to pick what's fun to you and you get to explore and figure things out. And if it, if it's not lighting you up, then you get to pivot because with social media management, like, yeah, it was fun, but it was a little more time specific 
than I wanted. Like I had to be on the computer at a certain time or on my phone at a certain time. And that didn't always work with my newborn daughter. Like if she had a rough night and I needed some more sleep, maybe I didn't want to work in the morning. And so I quickly realized, you know, social media management, while it was fine, like creating the graphics and all that, it just, I didn't like the time specific nature of it. And so that's, again, the beauty of virtual assistants is you get to tweak things as you go and figure out what's really going to work for you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that is, um, that is so true. I mean, you need to be working in your zone of genius, right. Of what you really enjoy and what you love. Um, because even if you're really good at something, if you don't enjoy it, it does not make your, um, your life enjoyable. And on your, one of your most recent podcasts, you touched on like, um, really designing your business around your, around your life. And instead of the other way around, um, would you touch on that a little bit? Yeah, I I just think, you know, we only get this one life to live and we don't want to have to, like you said, design our life around our jobs. We want to just have our cup so full in all areas of our life. And if you can't do the things that you really want to do with your kids, with your spouse, for yourself, because your work is limiting you so much, then you're not going to feel fulfilled in all these different areas. Like even if you love your job, if it's not allowing you to do what you want in the other areas of your life, you're just not going to feel completely fulfilled. And that's what I found even with my virtual assistant business, you know, when I was starting out doing the social media management, I had a client that ended up expecting me to work on Christmas day. Oh, and wow. I was a teacher before, like I always had those two weeks off at Christmas. I had summer break. Right. And it was like, um, this is not what I signed up for. I didn't sign up to work on Christmas day. And yes, it was only for like half an hour. I had to do something for her, but I'm like, no, I want to be able to pick what days I'm working. And like, yeah, I know that businesses need to have, you know, things completed by a certain time, but I wanted to pick a service where I could do it on my own time in those days to get it done by that due date. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, just really thinking about what you want your life to look like and it starts not looking that way. That's where it's really good. A really good idea to go and analyze your business, you know, every couple months and to see, is it checking all of my boxes? And if it's not, what needs to change? I love that. That is so important. Um, Yeah. To, to see, like, how am I feeling in, in the business right now? And we're always going to have seasons of um, ebb and flow, right? And seasons where maybe it's just a tougher season than others. Like my business, uh, real estate is seasonal. So during the spring and summer markets, we are crazy busy usually. Um, this this year has been a little odd, but um, overall, like we're super, super busy. But we also know in the fall and the, in the winter, it slows down. So that's our time to kind of breathe reset Mm -hmm. and then, um, and then spring and summer will be here again. And so, um, yeah, I think, I think that's really important to be evaluating, but like you said, just see, okay, despite the season, is it checking all the boxes? And if not, what needs to change? Yeah, I a hundred percent agree. So, um, I would imagine being a VA and you would probably have to be very specific about, the services you do offer, what you don't offer. And then like, 
around uh, client expectations. So how do you go about, you know, setting those expectations up at the beginning and, and main, and like protecting your, your boundaries and, um, and to, you know, to, to create that life that you want? Yeah, I think one of, there's two big things that I always do right up front with a new client. One, I have a contract in place and that outlines the expectations of what they can expect from me. And that just protects you if they have any um, any times where they overstep their the boundaries you've set, you can just refer back and say, hey, in the contract, it stated this, 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 um, just as a reminder. And you can do that in a kind way. You don't have to be like, oh, you overstep my boundaries. Like we're done. Right, right yeah. Um, but also I like to kind of have a kickoff call along with a welcome email that outlines those expectations in a more like bulleted format. Um, that just gives them, you know, a really clear understanding of how you're gonna gonna work together. And as a virtual assistant, you don't want your your client to see you as just an employee that they're controlling. A lot of times as a virtual assistant, you are the expert helping your client in the specific area that you specialize in. And so when you set these expectations up front of you're the expert coming in to help them with their business, instead of them needing to give you all these tasks and them controlling everything you're doing, that allows you to have more of those boundaries up front as well and make sure that they're not overstepping. And when they see you as the expert in their role, in your role, they're more likely to respect those boundaries from what I've seen. So does that, does that answer your question? Yeah, yeah, it does. Um, and I always tell my team, like if we, if we set that expectation in the very beginning of what we do and then like what they still do during the transaction, then that's when we can truly um, deliver raving fan service because they know what they can expect and, and we deliver and exceed on those expectations. Yeah, and you just have to be careful sometimes it's easy to let, you know, one little thing the client did to overstep a boundary, it's, it's easy to let that slide. And so there's kind of a gray area of, you know, if it's something really little, like maybe let it slide, but you do have to at some point figure out where is that limit? Because otherwise you're going to find yourself working on Christmas day. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Very, very good point. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, and, and you do little here, little there, then it can end up equaling up to big task. Yeah. So now that you're more like more established and further along in your business, what do you do to get clients now? I know you said the first one came from a family member, but how do you go about getting more clients? Yeah. So I actually mostly land my clients from this entrepreneur and business Facebook groups. There are so many Facebook groups out there where businesses are coming in all the time, posting, looking for help. And all you really have to do to apply is comment with your information and sometimes message them, but you don't really want to message them unless like they ask for the message. Cause then it's kind of like cold pitching. You don't really want to do that. But one thing I always recommend, I see a lot of new virtual assistants go in and they'll comment on a post and they'll say, Hey, I'm interested. Message me. That doesn't really tell your potential client like how you can serve them. And most business owners, they see their business as their baby. So they want to know that whoever they're hiring is going to treat their business as well as they would. 
So just by like going to that person's profile, looking at their like little about section at the top and see if they have their website listed or their business Facebook page listed and going and doing a little bit of homework. If they have their website, go to their about page, see why they started the business, how long they've been in business. And if you can speak to that in your comment when you're applying or if you message them, then that just shows that you did, you took a little bit of time to show that you already care about their business and that you want to help them. And you can really just make that connection with them up front. So you stand out among the rest. So that's typically where I land most of my clients and most of my students land their clients is business Facebook groups. And then also as you you know start to build your clientele, you'll get referrals from your previous clients as well. Right. Yeah. I think that's so important um, about researching the companies because whenever I interview somebody for to bring onto my team, I always ask them, hey, what do you know about my company? Um, have, and if they haven't even researched my company, that's uh, automatic. No, uh, because- yeah. You know, it doesn't take that long just to go pull somebody's website and then do some some quick like uh, review, and then also to know what kind of job are they applying for? Are they really just applying because they want a job, or are they looking for a career? Um, right. So, so you mentioned um, that that's how you teach your students too. So, can you elaborate on that a little bit? Um, you have a like a a course now, or like a, a business on teaching people how to become a VA, right? Yeah. So I, when I was first starting my virtual assistant business, I had a lot of my teacher friends just asking, how have you been able to do this? And I just felt really nudged towards helping other moms and teachers become a virtual assistant as well, because I knew what it had done for me and what it could do for so many others. So I created a program called the Virtual Assistant Mama Academy, and that walks people through exactly, you know, figuring out what services you want to offer as a virtual assistant, getting contracts in place, getting your portfolio created, all of the different components you need. And it also has a whole entire unit in there teaching different virtual assistant service skills. So if you don't already have these skills and you're nervous about learning how to do them, I teach you how to do a lot of them in there. Like I said, I've I've offered so many of the different services over the years I've been doing this. And so I've got those trainings in there. Um, and it's just really got the accountability, the support, everything that mamas and teachers need to bring the virtual assistant business to fruition. That's awesome. Would you say uh, the majority of your students are uh, former teachers or has it grown to be uh, from other professions as well? Yeah, so I think the majority are teachers, but I have recently seen that there are more people coming in. And I had a lot of people asking me, can I do this even if I don't have a teaching degree? And so that actually showed me that I needed to pivot my business a little because I was solely speaking to teachers. And then I had these mamas questioning if they could too. So I actually rebranded recently. We were the teacher turned virtual assistant Academy. Now we're the virtual assistant mama Academy. Um, just because of that, that, that I saw so many people were wondering if they could do it too, even if they weren't a teacher. Yeah. I love that though. And I love that it's still targeting, uh, moms because, yep. you know, there, are, there are a lot of people who want to spend time or want to, um, be able to work from home, be able to to be a full-time mom and a full-time business owner. Right. What would you say um, 
you know, for those moms who do want to do that, what are the biggest challenges for them being what or being that they work from home and have their children at home? I think two things, we come up against two things. One is imposter syndrome. I think when you're first diving into this world, you feel like, who am I to do this? Who's actually going to hire me? Is somebody really going to pay me to manage their social media? And that can really limit you and make you not even apply to positions that sound fun to you. And so you have to have some tools in your tool belt to overcome those days where sometimes we're going to, you know, feel really confident one day. And then the next day that imposter syndrome is rearing its ugly head. And so you want to have things like affirmations that you truly believe in, um, that you can reflect on, on those days. You can even create a little folder, excuse me, a little folder in your phone of just testimonial screenshots, even if it's not related to virtual assistants. If it's just things that like you did that other people have recognized that make you feel good, take screenshots and have that in a folder so you can refer to that on those hard days. Just having those tools in your pocket to overcome that and to know that those feelings aren't going to last, they're going to go away, and that you don't want to give up on those hard days because the good days make it so worth it. And then I think the other big thing we come against, especially with our kiddos at home with us is finding the balance between, you know, working on our business and then also being that present mom, because it's hard to juggle both. And so one thing that I've found really effective is putting workflows into place and using time blocking. So I have a paper planner that I use. And in that paper planner, I'll kind of time block out the hours I'm going to be able to work during the week, when I'm going to be spending time with my kids, And then like any of the to-dos you always have as a mom or just a busy lady throughout the week. Um, And I found that that really helps me see just a blueprint. And a lot of people feel like that means they're stuck to exactly what they wrote down. And I don't see it that way. I see it as a blueprint that can be adjusted if needed, but it allows me to visually see where am I going to have white space in my week? Because if I just have it all in my head, I'm like, oh, I got so much to do this week. I'm never going to have a break. And I get really overwhelmed. But if I can see on my planner, hey, I'm going to have three hours free on Wednesday evening. And if something needs to be moved because my kiddo got sick or whatever, we can move it there. So I won't fall behind. But if it doesn't need to be moved, then I have that three hours to do whatever the heck I want. Right. So that's really helpful. And then, so that's just like for my time blocking, but then as far as when I'm working, when I sit down to actually work, I want to know exactly what I'm doing so I can get in and out and be as productive as possible instead of sitting down to work and twirling my thumbs like, what am I supposed to do today? Right. <laughs> so I also have a Trello template. If you're not familiar with Trello, it's just a, a, project management program. It's free and it just has different cards that you can move around and put due dates on them and things. And so I just created that. So on the days that I sit down to work, I know exactly what I'm going to be working on. And if it's okay with you, I do have a free template for them, for your listeners. Um, It's my free weekly planning template. And so that's just at arianavernier.com forward slash free dash weekly dash planner. Okay. Okay. Great. 
I will put that in the show notes too. Awesome. Um, yeah, no, I think that's super important to, to plan your day and plan your week. I, um, I do use utilize time blocking and it's sometimes with, um, with what we do time blocking, like I can't say I'm going to work on a specific contract or a specific property at, um, this certain time of the day, but I can say, okay, from these hours, I'm checking my email, then I'm going to go and check all the calendar dates and I'm going to do this. And then I'm going to, you know, do that. Um, but it is very helpful to see where you have those open spaces, like you said, because some, some tasks may actually take longer than you expected it to, or something might be shorter. Um, but I also, you know, I will jot down every single day. Okay. These are the things I need to get accomplished today. And then that way, like you said, you don't have all this stuff that's just like spinning around your head and making it feel, feel like it is overwhelming whenever you can just like put it on paper and be like, okay, that's, that's really not that, you know, as overwhelming as I thought it was. Yeah. And there's a method I've heard of, and I need to look up who this is from, because I don't know the name of who came up with this, but it's called the cake method. And so it's like, you have three, three layered cake and the three layers are your three big to do's that you want to try to accomplish that day. And if you get those done, everything else is just sprinkles. I think Mm. as busy moms, busy wives, busy women, we have these to-do lists that are 10 million miles long and we feel like we never accomplish anything. But if you can just outline the three most important things you want to get done that day, whether it's one item in your business and two in your, just your life or vice versa, then if you get anything else done, it's just it's the added sprinkles. It's like, oh, I got even more done than I was supposed to today. And that right. that feels really empowering instead of just feeling like you're drowning in a list that never ends. Right. Right. Absolutely. And I mean, I think we can, we, we could constantly have to tell ourselves like, we're not going to be able to get everything on the to-do list done in one day. Like it's going to take time. Um, but I keep always referring back to in atomic habits, um, that he says, you know, 1% better every day and you'll be 37% better by within a year. And so I've actually been able to, we, my team and I started reading that book at the beginning of this year. And I really just kept replaying that in my head. And so little by little, every week, we've gotten more and more stuff accomplished. That's been on the to-do list for the business for, you know, months or, or a year or more and finally getting those things, you know, knocked out. So just one, 1% better every day. That's not much, but it makes a big difference. I need to read that book. It's been on my TV read list for a long time. It's so good. And, uh, the audible version is really good too, because he actually reads it. I I'm pretty certain, but, uh, I always like listening to an author's book. If they're the one who narrates it, because you can hear their inflection and, and how they're, you know, actually speaking to you. Another one that I'm reading right now that I really like is free to focus by Michael Hyatt. And, uh, it kind of, it talks a lot about like stuff that we're talking about right now. Perfect. I'm always looking for new book recommendations. So thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so if there was like one piece of advice that you would give somebody who is, is thinking about stepping out and, you know, pursuing that dream of becoming a virtual assistant or, or even just any kind of business, um, what is something you wish somebody would have told you back before, getting started or, you know, whenever you're, you're trying to figure out what you wanted to do. I think sometimes we look at this big goal we have and 
we see it as a giant elephant and we're trying to figure out how to eat the entire elephant at once. But you can't eat an elephant all at once. If you're going, I hope you're not actually going to eat an elephant, but if you wanted to, (laughs) it would be a bite at a time. And so just trying to break down this big goal that you have into bite-sized pieces and assigning those bite-sized pieces to your week, you're going to be able to tackle so much more. Like you said, getting 1% better, getting 1% more of your goal done each day and trying not to look at what you haven't accomplished yet, but looking what you've at what you've accomplished so far and feeling proud of yourself, celebrating the small wins because it is a journey. It is a process. And if you just overlook all the work you've already done and you're just looking at what you still have to do, you're more likely to give up. But I always think of the quote, what if you quit today and your business was going to take off tomorrow? And Mm -hmm. I'm butchering that quote, but that's the essence of it. And so I always think of that on the hard days. So just really breaking it down, making it easier on yourself and figuring out exactly what steps you need to take and just going one step at a time, I think would be my biggest piece of advice. That's, that's so good. And that's so true. Um, yeah. What, what would be, is there anything else that you would want to tell the listeners about becoming a VA and um, like how to go, how to get started? And yeah. Yeah. So I actually have a free workshop teaching the five P's of becoming a successful virtual assistant. And so um, I'll give you that link to put in the show notes as well, but it's arianavernier.com forward slash free dash workshop. And it's just like 45 minutes. You can just pop it in your earbuds while you're doing laundry or in the car or whatever. And it just walks you through the foundational pieces you need to have in place of figuring out what services to offer, how to attract clients to you, how to land those clients, how to create your portfolio, what even goes in a portfolio, especially if you're a new VA that doesn't have experience. So it's got all those components in it to just really help you start taking those first foundational steps. Okay. Awesome. And are you still um, doing website design or are you just focused on teaching others how to become VAs now? Yeah. So I do both. Um, I'm still very much doing website design. It's, it's really fun for me. I've got a lot of creative blood running through my body. So I'm like, I need to still do website design, but I also feel very called to help moms and teachers with their business. So I'm juggling both with my kiddos too. So it's a little crazy sometimes, but that's okay. We like it that way. (laughs) Yeah. But that's why you started this whole business to begin with, right? It was because of the little ones, um, which I'm, I'm sure is, is amazing for them and just being able to, you know, the impact that you're making on their life by being able to be there more often. Um, I think that's super important. Well, thank you. So if somebody wanted to find you, um, to either talk to you about website design or, um, like joining your course to learn how to become a VA, how should, how would they go about contacting you? Yeah. So I'm always over on Instagram. My handle is ariana.vernier. So you can always send me a message on there. And then um, I do actually have a podcast teaching about 
becoming a virtual assistant as well. And that just like my course is the Virtual Assistant Mama Academy, the podcast is Virtual Assistant Mama Podcast. So you can find me on any podcast platform. Awesome. Um, okay. And so they just, just send you a DM, DM on Instagram if they actually want to like reach out about services. Yeah, definitely. Okay, great. And lastly, um, if you had a book or podcast that has made like a tremendous impact on your life, uh, what would that be? Ooh, best question. Believe Bigger by Marshawn Evans Daniels. Seriously, I have never written in a book or put more like sticky note tabs in any other book than that one. It is so, so good. And it's just about pursuing your purpose figuring out what really lights you up. Like you said, what's your zone of genius? Like, yeah, you might be talented in the area, but if it's not not something that really lights your fire, then that's not where you're supposed to be. And so I cannot recommend her book enough. And there's also a devotional that goes along with it. Oh, nice. Okay. Well, great. I, um, that will be a book I'm putting on my my list now. Um, it's awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. Um, really appreciate it. I know everybody found tremendous value out of that and I'm sure it probably sparked some interest in the VA world. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me and letting me pour into your listeners. It's been such a joy to be here. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thanks so much for tuning in today. If you'd be so kind and leave me a quick review, I would love to hear from you. You can also connect with me on Instagram at Christy Winfrey. If you enjoyed today's episode, please hit that follow button. And until next time, keep chasing those dreams, my friend. Remember, you are worth it. Hey, before you go, I want to quickly tell you about this guide that I created just for you. It's called the five mistakes to avoid when setting up your business. I wish that whenever I was starting my business, somebody would have helped me through this because I know it would have made a massive impact in my business from the very beginning. And the great news is even if you've had your business for a little while, you can still implement these tips. So head on over to christywinfrey.com backslash five mistakes and grab your copy today.